right. probably got like 10 minutes. How many times are you trying to get these? Like, how much minutes are you trying to like to hold them by? Like, you want to do 20 and 10 I'm, or I'm not going uh I'm not going to structure it that way we just going to work it out. Uh it, All right, you got it? Yeah. Okay. You know what you're doing? Yeah, we just going to work it out. Um but go ahead, bro. Uh finish that what you were saying, you the uh, the hearings? Huh? You were talking about the hearings. The hearing? Yeah, the different hearings uh as far as the evidence and Now, just finish what you were saying just then. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you're good. So, they just, you know, it's just different hearings. So, once you know, like, certain procedures, like, if you follow, like, if there's rules and regulations to any game or field that you're in, and then you skip certain certain, certain rules, which have a significant impact, then it's like, when you, when you, when you look at it from the outside looking in, it's like, why didn't you do this? That's kind of like, you know, if you're, if, if you're, if you're working at a, fast food restaurant and the first thing you do once you go in there you heat the food up or you you lock the door to make sure that you're secure in there if the door is unlocked and somebody come in there they're looking at you like man was this a setup you just let these people walk through this door and we had a bag that was in here you know uh mm. now we gotta we, we gotta start serving food at 10 why don't you uh warm the eyes up at 9 30 or or 10 o'clock whatever the procedure is so and in the in the, in the, in the, in the um in the sense of in the sense of um him skipping this whole, in the sense of him skipping this whole procedure or this procedure that I caught where I was like, okay, this procedure specifically said you should do this if you're trying to challenge this. And then you should do this if you're trying to challenge this. So we skipped one procedure and went to a different procedure. And once we went to that procedure, it was denied. Mm. Now, if you would have went to the other procedure, it would have been like, okay, we're taking care of this. And, they, and, and it's a possibility that could have been granted, and then we move to the next one. You know. All right. So, man, do yes, honestly speaking, do uh, and with with the uh, potential that he might hear this episode. Honestly speaking, do you feel like he uh, represented you adequately? With with the possibility of your lawyer, your attorney, uh, hearing this podcast, do you feel like he did a adequate job at representing you? I feel like he made a couple mistakes, and I feel like I feel like uh, procedural wise, you know, uh, I feel like he, he skipped a couple procedures because I found the procedure, and when I'm looking at the procedure, I'm like, hey. And, um, yeah, I think, I think a couple, I, I think he made a couple mishaps. If I was in his shoes, I would have did things differently. Okay. I mean, yeah, we could all say that. Um, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's a lot, bro. Like, um, I didn't get through everything, obviously, because it was so much. And the one that I spent most of my time on was, uh, you know, it was so lengthy. I didn't get through uh, all that either. But I was I was reading it and I was just like, damn, like, I, you know, everything was just coming together. And I was starting to really understand um, everything that you was talking about in the last two episodes. And um, 
I was like, oh, I could see it. Oh, yeah, okay, right here and right here and this and that. And um, But I was still thinking the whole time, like, if there was a question of uh, of evidence and stuff like that, why didn't your attorney squash this, you know, squash this, squash that, you know, get rid of this, say this isn't admissible, um, especially uh, with the the videotape that came from uh, the the Skyway. Um, I don't know, uh, you know, I, I read the, the statutes and everything that was in the, in the, uh, the, the paperwork, but I don't know if, 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 if it's enough to say that, oh, this person didn't have legal authority to hand over this footage. Um, so is that enough to just go ahead and uh, get rid of the, the evidence of the footage. I don't know, man. That's a lot, bro. But at the end of the day, I just, I felt like, damn, this dude seemed like he, he missed a lot. And, um, I it mean, just seemed like he missed a lot? yeah, it just seemed like he missed a lot or he just didn't, I don't know if he wasn't motivated enough. Um, I know how, to, how these lawyers work and is, uh-huh. you talked about it a little bit before where it's like, they're going off a of priority. Um, who, whoever's coming to them with the most money is whoever's going to get them their most attention. And, you know, I, I remember uh, that rounding up money from everybody, it's, it's a challenge, bro. It's like everybody's in a bad way. Nobody just got cash on hand like that to throw at a lawyer. And, and even if we did... I know some people had questions about this guy from jump anyway. So it's like, fuck. Um, I just, I just feel really bad that you're in this position and, uh, you know, you, I feel like you didn't get the the best, uh, representation that you could have got. Um, but you know, that's just my opinion. I'm a, and I'm an idiot. So, uh, take that with it. <laughs> doing this completely on your own or is he still um working for you man i'm hand 
writing this stuff. I'm a, they, they actually gave me a job in the law library, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's even a, you know some extra, but yeah, handwritten everything. That's my third, my third one that I handwritten when I was in the county. I written two of them, you know. And uh, it's my third one. I just I just written, and it's accepted in the court. The prosecutor responded. Now here's a whole another can of worms. I want you once we end up getting into where I wrote and how they responded. It's just it's, it's gonna blow the roof off. It's gonna blow the roof off. That's another can of worms. Like I said, you know, from the previous, from the previous uh, session, we'll, we'll go into, I guess, what a step up. I know it's unorthodox or whatever, but I know we'll touch base on, you know, like we're talking about that letter. Then we touch base on this. We go back and forth. We'll chop suey, everything. <laughs> but um, once we get into this motion, man, it, 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 it's major. It's major. It's real major, man. Okay, well, yeah, I just want to spend a little time on, on this uh, attorney of yours, man. I'm still... I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I'm a little, little heartbroken that he decided he didn't want to talk to me and shit. But, um, like you said, he, he probably a little embarrassed um, that, you know, he lost the case and possibly by the way he handled it and everything. So, you know, but I, I still wish he would have talked to me because I think it'd be good to get uh, a quote unquote experts. Uh, uh, opinion and perspective on the law and what's going on and what happened and as far as um different avenues he he could have took opposed to the ones he did take and all that stuff so um yeah but it is what it is it's just gonna have to uh that episode is just gonna have to go ahead how we how you have 60 seconds remaining oh, there she goes. She <laughs> all right Go ahead, go ahead and uh, uh, bang the line and, and, and call me right back. Okay, yo, give me a minute. All right. Yo, 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 yo. Back. All right, bro. Uh, yeah, I wanted to get into last week's episode, uh, that letter that you was talking about. Go ahead and remind the people what that letter was about. Okay. I, I kind of forgot how we was, uh, was on a topic, but basically... This letter is from the Supreme Court of Washington, and, uh, and it's a letter to the members of the judicial and legal community, which is, you know, judges, uh, lawyers, uh, you know, prosecutors, whatever the case may be. And it's uh, it's in regard to the matters of uh, black lives, you know, and, and, and I ain't gonna say too much about it. I just start reading it and. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and read it, bro. Okay, this from the Supreme Court, and it says, uh, We are compelled by recent events to join other state Supreme Courts around the nation in addressing our legal community. The devaluation and degradation of black lives is not a recent event. It is a persistent and systemic injustice that predates this nation's founding. But recent events have brought to the forefront of our collective consciousness a painful fact that is, for too many of our citizens' common knowledge, the injustices faced by black African Americans are not relics of the past. We continue 
racialized policing and the overrepresentation of black Americans at every stage of our criminal and juvenile justice system. Our institutions remain affected by the vestiges of slavery, Jim Crow laws that were never dismantled, and racist court decisions that were never disavowed. The legal community must recognize that we all bear responsibility for this ongoing injustice and that we are capable of taking steps to address it. If only we have the courage and the will. The injustice still plaguing our country has its roots in the individual and collective actions of many. And it cannot be addressed without the individual and collective actions of us all. As judges, we must recognize the role we have played in devaluing black lives. This very court once held that a cemetery could lawfully deny grieving black parents the right to bury their infants. We cannot undo this wrong, but we can recognize our ability to do better in the future. We can develop a greater awareness of our own conscious and unconscious biases in order to make just decisions in individual cases. And we can administer justice and support court rules in a way that brings greater racial justice to our system as a whole. As lawyers and members of the bar, we must recognize the harms that are caused when meritorious claims go unaddressed due to systemic inequities or the lack of financial, personal, and systemic support. And we must also recognize that this is not how a justice system must operate. Too often in the legal profession, we feel bound by tradition and the way things have always been. We must remember that even the most vulnerable president must be struck down when it is incorrect and harmful. The systemic oppression of black Americans is not merely incorrect and harmful, it is shameful and deadly. And then finally, as individuals, we must recognize that systemic racial injustice against black Americans is not an omnipresent sector. That will inevitably It is the collective product of each of our individual actions, every action, every day. It is only by careful reflecting on our actions, taking individual responsibility for them, and constantly striving for better, that we can address the shameful legacy we inherit. We call on every member of our legal community to reflect on this moment and ask ourselves how we may work together to eradicate racism. As we lean in to do this hard and necessary work, we must also remember to support our black colleagues by lifting their voices. Listening to and acknowledging their experience will enrich and inform our shared cause of dismantling systematic racism. We go by the title of justice. We reaffirm our deepest level of commitment to achieving justice by ending racism. We urge you to, we urge you to join us in these efforts. This is our moral imperative. Signed by all the chief justices. That's where we came up with it was because you, we, our original question was, "What is justice?" And here, these guys is telling you that's what it. Was.
Nothing else. That's an admission of guilt, bro. Man. That's an admission of guilt. You know, matter of fact, I was thinking the whole time as you was reading it, I was like, bruh, at the start of every trial, they need to read that letter just so that just so it's in the air. So you ain't got to get ready, yeah. This whole Breonna Taylor thing got my head fucked up, bro. Yeah, it's like, it's like, 
Bruh. They first they give the the, the girl's family twelve million dollars. They say, hey, wrongful death, right? We're gonna give you twelve million dollars. How much? Twelve million. Uh huh. Gave her family twelve M's. It said wrongful death. We fucked up. But then they go to the grand jury and in the grand jury they supposed to decide that uh you know whether or not these three officers that did a no knock warrant on her place are guilty of murdering her. So they gave her twelve million that said that uh we we caused her wrongful death, but this grand jury decided that the officers were not liable for her death, that they were not responsible for her death, which I don't understand. How do you give her family $12 million that says that we sorry, we messed up, but then come back with, oh, it's not our fault. It don't make no sense. It don't, but you gotta understand because I was just reading, I was just looking at that, you know, and um, what they do, like you know, read between the lines. We put it back off. They said, "Well, they swore jurors. These guys represent the people, and they decided that this was like this." So, because these twelve people decided that this was like this, that means that it's right, right? That means that it was right. These twelve people, these same twelve people, which represent uh, our community, in my case, found me guilty, but the law says, "I'm, I'm, I'm." I'm let me slow this down. So the law says that every essential element of a crime must be proved before a person could be incarcerated mm -hmm. off of a conviction and sent to prison. You got that? Yeah. Gosh, you catch that? Yeah. Okay. So, so again, I'm going to say it one more time for the people. Every element of a crime must be proved before a person is convicted and sent to jail. So even though they said that, in my jury instructions, the judge told the jury, it don't matter which one of these elements you find, you just find one. So he just misquoted the law to the people. Yeah. And it's like, what do you do? What do you mean? You can find one, but the law says you got to get proof. So if they find one, what does that do? Okay, you found one, now let them go because you can find that other one. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it don't make sense. So, so sometimes these people is misinformed. Mm. You know? And, um, it just, it's just heavy, and that's just an analogy. Just, you know, as I was looking at that and reading that or just seeing what happened with Brianna, it just clicked in where it goes hand in hand. You know, there's a lot of, I mean, just to be real 100 and funky, man, there's a lot of evilness and, and funkiness that goes on with the justice system. And as you would see, I mean, you just seen in the letter where they just said that goes on with the justice system. And as you, as we break down, you know, firmly and get into the prosecutor's response to my motion and not even addressing, I mean, that says a whole lot, but. I don't want to shine too much light on that compared to the light that we're shining on Brianna right now, you know, and uh, we just move forward, you know, in that direction and then bounce back with this. But, yeah, that's not that's not justifiable. Or what is the next thing? And then the media maximizes that, well, based upon us finding this. Now, I'm not all for it, you know. The, uh, I, I believe we should use wisdom before force, you know. We should be able to sit down and uh, chop game before we start aiming and, and all this other extra shit and shit like that. You know what I mean? We all for it. But it's like, God damn, man, you done kicked me in the head, you done tricked me out of my legs, you done slam dunked me, you done, 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 you done did all this shit and it's like, 
But once something else happens, you magnify it to a different degree. Like, as you notice, all these things that's going on with the police officers and stuff like that. Yeah. There's probably about one police officer that came and held his own police accountable, and they fired his ass. You feel what I'm saying? Hell that yeah. don't happen in their community. <clears throat> it don't happen. It don't. I, I was just I was just agreeing with you that it don't. Um, matter of fact, I saw a video this morning of a uh, it, and this is in Seattle. This is local. Uh, there was a protest up in Seattle, you know, about the Breonna Taylor shit. Some dude was on the ground. I don't know why he was on the ground. If he got beat up, knocked out, or whatever, uh, or by who. But in the video, it shows. The cops coming down the, the street and uh, one of the officers uh, has a bike and he's walking the bike. He's not riding it, but he's walking it and he takes the bike and runs over the motherfucker's head that's laying in the ground. That's laying on the ground on camera, bro. Like, what are you doing on on camera, bro? You just going to run the bike over the dude. Knocked out on the ground. You gonna run it over his head? That's out of pocket. That is. That's crazy, bro. And we gotta understand these guys are human. Like you know, they make mistakes. They got this blue wall of silence and a blue shield that they hide behind and shit like that. And it's like you know, let's 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 keep things fair. You know, like in the Constitution, I was just reading the Constitution where it says a certain privilege of immunity shouldn't be for one group of people when it's not good for the other group of people, you know, right is right, right is wrong, wrong is wrong. On the, on, the, on the court, you know, I had that lady, that judge, that uh, Veronica Galvez, uh, that was that, that the prosecutor, somebody, the, the police officers was in the court downtown. I'm, I'm not sure if he killed somebody or if he shot somebody, but the prosecutor, yeah, it was murder. It was for murder. So the police officer murdered somebody and he was in the King County court and the prosecutor was like, we don't want to, we, we want to give him no bail. It's a police officer want to give him no bail. And she splashed him and had his head and was like, well, this guy, regardless if he's an officer, he's charged with murder. And based upon this, we should give him, you know, he should, he should have a bail. We're going to give him a bail. We're not just going to say, because he's an officer, he represents the public, he's in my courtroom and he's charged with murder. So you could, you could look that up too. And that's uh, based on that, you probably already know about that when it happened like that. But that alone, they're seeing where it's coming from, from the prosecutors, where it's like, you know, they're hand in hand, you know, it's like, yeah, it's a full circle of what is justice, you know. Yeah, that. Yeah, that that question <clears throat> you keep saying, what is justice? It, it just going back to the Breonna Taylor thing. That that shit rung up in my head because the the one thing that they used to basically uh, clear these officers was something that we talked about a couple uh, episodes ago, which was. Uh, probable cause, and they used they used that old bullshit that says um, you know they had probable cause because it was a suspected this and she she had a previous contact uh, from uh, a previous relationship from like months and months ago with uh, her drug dealer boyfriend and blah 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 so they had probable cause to enter that residence. And then uh, when when the boyfriend fired and shot the officer uh, in self defense, you know, because he thought somebody was breaking in his shit, uh, that gave them that gave them uh, uh, the legal uh, 
capacity to go ahead and open fire, which subsequently killed Breonna Taylor. So uh, according to them, that's why there was no uh, charges brought against the officers. Everything was on the up and up. A probable cause. I mean, that probable cause thing, it's like a double-edged sword, man. Either it's... And, man, the probable cause thing came around. It's crazy, bro. The probable cause thing been around since the founding fathers. But it contradicts what they said, because it's like the officer. It was either the officer or the lawyer that was saying it in the, uh, in the, in the Brown or Taylor thing, where the officer was basically saying that uh, usually we don't, he, he said serving these no-knock search warrants is very dangerous. And then especially the hour that she was talking about serving this no-knock thing is very dangerous, you know, because, I mean, somebody could be coming in their house. I mean, the, the, the right to bear arms in the Second Amendment, you know, to defend yourself. So yeah. here we are, we're going into here and we're busting in these people's houses and stuff like this, but no, not one. But also you got to take... You have 60 seconds remaining. She wasn't with the guy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. A whole lot. She, she with a whole crazy. different dude. She living a whole different life. You know what I'm saying? And and regardless of all that shit, bro, like I want to make one thing perfectly clear. Regardless of all that, even if she did commit a crime, my thing is she deserves her day in court. Exactly. That's every That's American's right. Give them their day in court. All right, we we running out of time. Uh, go ahead and call me right back so we can get more into your yeah. uh into your stuff. All right. Yeah, give me a minute, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we live. We keep going. Yeah, yeah, we live. All right. I know we, uh, we're we going to be able to uh, stop Paul. I don't want to bore these people and have them going to sleep with uh, <laughs> our segment. You know, I ain't trying to rock them to sleep with our segment. Nah, they riding, bro. Trust me, they riding. <laughs> Give it to them. <laughs> All right. All right. indicted one officer uh but it was in matters that weren't related to her death in any way it they they charged him with some some version of uh reckless endangerment because uh uh that that particular officer was shooting into her apartment through the outside from from the outside um and bullets ended up going through the wall and that could have killed the people next door. So they charged him with reckless, some type of reckless endangerment for that. Right, blindly shooting, that's what they were saying. He was outside and blindly shooting into the house and yeah. the windows and different things and stuff like that. Yeah. It is heavy and it's, uh, it's been weighing on my mind uh, the last couple of days. I knew I had to do this this podcast with you and I had um you know, I had a lot of questions but this Brianna Taylor thing just just fucking rattled me bro like I 
and you know, and, and forgive me for that too, by the way. But um, it's good. I, it's full circle, man. It's full circle, right? You know, I, I, I knew some fuck shit was gonna happen, and I knew it was gonna happen when they when I started seeing that they was boarding up the courthouse doors and windows and all this shit. Right, right. I'm like, <laughs> are they preparing for the? They preparing for the fuck shit. They know they about to give us some shit that we are not gonna be happy with. So they're preparing the city already, and you know I'm so disappointed in, in my in my in my hometown because, I mean, come on, man, that that's that's my home, you know. I ain't been there in in like ten years. No, it ain't been ten. Years. It's been like fifteen, but still, that's my home. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so disappointed in them for the way they they doing it out there right now. Um, yeah, I'm I'm from Louisville, man. It's it's just crazy. I got family. Most of my family is still there to this day, and we sitting there talking to each other, and we we just like, wow, we don't even know what to say or do, and it's just it's crazy, bro. Um, and it's like, how do you feel, like, man? It's like, truthfully, technically, like you know, coming from 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 the inside and reaching out, and then that's from people on the outside reaching in, you know, for me on this, on this standpoint and stuff like that, like people is, is afraid. There's no neutral ground. Like if we see kids see this stuff, what's going on, you know, uh, black, 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 you know, people that's, 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 that's affected by this, whether you have, not all, I'm not a redundant, that's, that's, that's put it to the racial group of us being black people or black, black kids, but you're like, like us black people can have friends from different races and they see this stuff what's going on and it's, and it's terrifying, you know, from the, from the police standpoint. Yeah. And just like somebody was saying the other day, you look at from the police standpoint, all the police see, you can trust somebody that, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to get put on the police force. You can be somebody that was been bullied and they got a clean record and that endure racist and, and get on a police force and you're seeing that this stuff is being swept under the rug and you can get on there with the intentions to do something to somebody. You can have messed up intentions, so they're not really getting no, I don't think they're getting psycho evaluation. I don't think they're jumping through too many hula hoops to get approved by the officer. But then, like I said, so on the flip side, you have the people, which is us, which is, you know, terrifying. You're saying these people that's killing people, pulling them over, doing all that stuff. And then you have, on the flip side, the officers, which have an envelope on blacks where it's like gangs or they, they so they're terrified. So their first thing is like, shoot, we're in the line of duty, and they feel like this. So you got two people that's scared. A scary person that hurts you more quicker than a person with courage. You know what I'm saying? So there yeah. needs to be like some middle ground. Like, you know, we, we, we got to have like community. You got the media saying one aspect, you know, well, the, the, the grand jury did this or didn't do this. You're indirectly just slapping us in the face. You're indirectly saying this. Like, you know, there's no middle ground. You know what I mean? They're not, you're not, you're not saying, let's, let's do this. You're attacking on them what's going on, but you're not attacking the systematic thing as they as, as the chief justice which is going on around the world you're not you're not addressing none of that you're sweeping this under the rug you're not magnifying the problem or not coming to a conclusion you're just attacking the people that's doing the wrongs the people that's doing this stuff like that's that uh that media propaganda man that's that blasphemy that they use you know what i mean that's not that's not what it is you know and um like I said, I feel like there's got to be some middle grounds. I'm saying them because this is still going on and, and intentions is hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we need our people to talk. We need them to come there. We need, you know, we need, to, we, need, we, need, we need to do some things. You already see what is happening and you can anticipate what's going to happen. Yeah. 
But in the same token, it could go left or it could go right or it could go straight for things to be all right. You know what I'm saying? So we got to have some middle ground, man, in order to uh, iron out these wrinkles if that's what we want to do, you know? I, and, and that's the question. Is that what we want to do? Um, I both, From both sides, though, from both sides. Yeah, Let's from both now. sides. I I think that I think that black people are some of the most forgiving people in, in the world. Like look at our history, look at you know our ancestors, and yet somebody like you and me could still have white friends to this day. Like that's that's a miracle, right? Um, but the thing is, uh, do do they want to see change? I don't know. I, I really don't. Um, I, I saw a documentary uh, recently where this lady was in it, and she um, she reported that um, uh, two things. One, uh, he was talking about the psyche valves. They only get one psyche valve, maybe two uh, on occasion, a little bit more, but they get one before they get hired on as police officers and then they only get another one if they do something wrong or they get injured or something like that where they need to have their mental health tested to make sure that they're still capable <laughs> to do the job so that's it let's freeze that real quick let's freeze that let's see you just maximize so you just answered the question what i was just talking about about the night getting the psyche evaluation you're talking about the officers right yeah okay check this out this is two, two, two sides to this. So, the officer did a psyche evaluation before they're accepted, right? Yeah. It's crazy because it, as you're saying that, I'm, I'm thinking the parallel how 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 they say like, okay, so a person being mental have a mental a person having the mental capacity for them to stand trial. So people use it or it's a it's a defense in the, in the, in the court system, and and, and, and people portray it or they or they push it or some of them may be mental whatever the case may be and of course I'm like nah, I don't think he's mentally evaluated he just trying to get his way out or different things like that mm -hmm. on the flip side you got these officers and it's like yep yep he's he's competent he could come how many of them are you guys pushing out saying nah you're not right how many are you bringing in saying yeah you are right you know what I'm saying so it's on the flip side where it's like what works for their motive who's doing the hiring who's doing the uh, evaluation and how they come to it. It's a double-edged sword. It works on both ways, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's, it's two-way street. Yeah. Usually one bringing you in, how many of them was brought in, I mean, I mean, you know, it speaks for itself. You brought in and brought out, you know? But yeah. Go ahead. I just want to, uh, that, that just popped up in my mind. What was this? Oh, the other thing was, um, uh, one of the biggest threats to democracy, right? was uh something that this uh somebody reported in this documentary and he said uh no actually what it was it wasn't in the documentary not this part this actually came down from the department of justice it said um the guy that used to brief the president on you know the daily affairs he gets a daily briefing from the department of justice and at one point uh for a while he was coming to the president and was telling him that the biggest threat to American democracy today, right now, it's not ISIS, it's not Al Qaeda, it's not Russia, China, or Korea, North Korea. None of that shit is the the biggest threat. The biggest threat to the U.S. democracy right now is white supremacy. 
And he said, white supremacy is the biggest threat because it has permeated every aspect of the justice system. And I was just telling uh, your sister this the other day. Uh, it's permeated every aspect of the justice system from the police officers, the prosecutors, the judges, the all of it. The media, all of all of them people are in some way connected to them people, and them people. The, jur- the jurors, the jurors, everything is full circle. Yeah, it, so it's a system. We, we're we're having to maneuver and live in the in the system that we already know is designed for us to fail. Like they they want our black asses. In these in these prisons, you know they want us in there because we make the money. At the end of the day, we we uh, offer free and reduced labor. Uh, the people in California fighting the wildfires, they make thirteen cents a day. Thirteen cents a day to fight wildfires. That is putting their life on the line. That's asinine, bro. That is asinine. And 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 the Calif the, the California governor just this year for the first time signed uh, uh, a bill that would allow these ex felons to become firefighters after they got out of prison. Just now, they have all the skills, but once they get released, they can't become firefighters because they're felons. But, but you can do it. But you can do it while you're locked up. But while you locked up. And you a slave, yeah. And you a slave, get your black ass out there and fight that fire. That type of shit. Right. But Yeah. Like this just popped up in my mind as you was as you were saying that when you was just saying like uh this race supremacy, how they're all in in, in the justice system. So now we as 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 minorities, we need to do our job too, because it's like you said, like like race supremacy. We just say to the jury, dude. I know, I know family members, friends. I'm a, my sisters, a couple of my sisters that got this damn jury duty, and a couple of my cousins that got this damn jury duty to come pull up and be on the jury duty. And they're like, man, I ain't fucking with that. But you need to. It's a systematic injustice that's already going on. So we got to do our duties. We got to we got to enlighten our community, enlighten our people that we need to do this because here it is. You're better than the hands of these people. And they're in, I, I don't. I had two, what they call it, they call it wrong door when they're doing for the jury. I had two jury pulls of 100 people in general, and I think there was probably like five blacks out of 100. Five blacks out of 100. And not one of them ended up making it to the jury and stuff like that. Now, how many of them didn't even go? How many did, didn't go, you know, to get pulled and stuff like that? Hold on, stop. Stop right there. Mm-hmm. Are you are you writing that to the judge that I didn't have a jury of my peers? I didn't see not one black face in the jury? issues 
40, 50 issues, and through my legal studies, they say, you know, you don't put in 40, you give the guy way too many bullets to attack. You keep it simple, you keep it minimum. So I'm just taking, I took one issue and I minimized it and broke it into another branch. So three issues out of one is what I did to attack them. Mm-hmm. And then I got the rest of them on this one down the line and uh, learning and uh, <laughs> putting it together, man. But yeah, of course, that's, that's something that's in the arsenal to be addressed. Damn, okay, that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, if you don't have no black folks in your jury, man, that's some bullshit. And you're right. You're 100% right. We do need a we need to stop looking at jury duty like it's a uh, it's a chore. It's it's honestly your civil responsibility. Yeah, your civil responsibility. Hell yeah. We we need we need more of us. And I'm not saying That's another thing. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I'm not saying that just so that we can get in there and 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 throw a monkey wrench in the situation. Uh, I'm not letting I'm not letting every black person off. I'm not that type of guy. If if you killing motherfuckers, you raping, you molesting, all that shit. Best believe, motherfucker, you gone. You robbing and and beating up women and 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 doing all that shit. Yeah, you you going, bro. You guilty. Um, but we do need the representation. You know what I'm saying? We need a representation that's going to uh, have our backs, have have our backgrounds and our um, and our experiences so so that these white folks aren't just judging us and condemning us to rock for the rest of our lives. You feel me? Right. And you have a, and you have a certain perspective on certain things. It's like, you know, like, 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 like. You're having your lives in these people's hands and stuff like that, and not really knowing, you know, what they're thinking or how they're thinking, you know, because like it's different. Like you know, like evidence speaks for itself. Just like you know, in my case, where, where, like you said, so you read it. So where the officer said this, what the officer says that the person, and, that, and, and not to say that I'm not admitting to saying, hey, this is me, this is this, I did this or he, he being there. The person that was in the red jersey that the officer said he lifts up his shirt. And he has his hand on the palm of a firearm, and he stands over the victim as a show of force and intimidation. This is what the officer says in his, in, his, in his statement. Then in the same interview, I don't know if you got that paper, but we'll get to that. He was interviewed by my attorney, and he asked him the same thing. He said, now based upon your probable cause, and then he showed him the video of it, and he said, now, it says right here, and he read the probable cause, and he lifted up the shirt, and he said, can you see that in this video from this same analysis as a basic proper cause and he said specifically I would have to blow up that on a projector or on a screen in order to affirm that in order to affirm what you said in your probable cause was the basis sworn affidavit of truth so technically what you're saying in this thing I mean it's basically like I don't know in order to affirm that I would have to do this but you didn't do that in order to get that analogy that you took to the magistrate, to the, to the judge, to get the search warrant. So technically, you lied. Yeah, you... Or technically... You, you lied, it, yeah, damn. That's what, it, that's, what it, that's what it boils out to. And so with that right there, with that analogy, like I said, I'm going to just go into the case. So with that analogy right there, we went to a NASDAQ motion, which is based upon insufficiency of evidence. But technically, we should have did a Frank's motion. And the Frank's motion, it addresses affidavits. And, 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 and the highlight is that uh, if you find that a disregard for truth or omission or omitted 
information, meaning you took something out, or, or, or like you said, a disregard for the truth, that will invalidate the warrant, the search warrant. So if we invalidate the search warrant, you don't have no legs to stand on. Yeah. And like I said, if we would have went there, we would have highlighted that, and then they would have had to erase what that part of the uh, situation says. And as you would see in the probable cause, if you erase that part, what the officer says, everything is charged. But then you have you take that out. So that's a paragraph that you take out. And so then you take it. You look at the case as a, uh, as a totality for what it is. You look at the probable cause as a totality for what it is, which the uh, judge made a decision on. So he said, if we take this part out, we would still have enough to charge him with robbery. So then, like the, so then again, you put it. In my standpoint, you put it. When you look at this, uh, we're gonna we're gonna bring out the uh, the probable cause. You have sixty seconds remaining. We'll bring it out so you could be able to uh, see that, see what the part where I, well, I guess this is the perfect part for us until we continue to pick up on. It's the perfect part. How you want to do it? You want to just keep going? Shit. Yeah, we it. we could do one more. We probably running this running this one up. We probably gonna be like an hour, hour and a half. But we we do we'll give them one more and uh, finish it up. All right. Yeah. Give me a minute. Yeah. Global Tail Link prepaid calls from. It's B. An inmate at Clallam Bay Correction Center. This call will be recorded and monitored. If you wish to block any future calls, it's a. Thank you. All right. It's always funny hearing you block. It's B. <laughs> you hear, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to have you come in here. No, you good, bro. <laughs> you good. Um, but you was talking about um, uh, they still have enough to charge you for uh, robbery and. They try. They basically threw everything at you, just to try to get something to stick. That's that's pretty much what it was. Um, and it sounds like 
everything else uh everything else in the case is like just nothing bullshit because if if it was something they would have charged you with a more serious crime rather than a, an attempted uh robbery or whatever it was um and like you said if they take out that part of the statement that says that you stood over this man with a gun as a show of force uh as a way to yeah, yeah. Uh, allegedly <laughs> allegedly yeah uh if they're saying if they're saying the person in the in the jersey stood over the victim uh uh as a show of force uh as a sign of robbery or something like that like you said if they take that yeah. part out there is no robbery without that part there is no sounds like uh they just had somebody sign some documents on an earlier date like oh yeah we we're gonna have this ready we got this this and this but it's, it 
Yeah, they didn't have shit. And they just came with some some, some uh bullshit a couple of days later just to fill out the uh you know, pad the, the stats or whatever. Yeah, that's some that's some uh shysty shady shit. Egyptian. What's up? Man, that's some uh it's a it's a uh legal shell game is what it is. That you know, follow 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 the shit under the under the uh cups or whatever. That's some bullshit. Um uh oh I wanted to do something with you uh that was a little bit different. Um uh, we've been talking pretty heavily about uh a lot of stuff today. You know, Breonna Taylor, your case, um, just social justice and, and everything in general. But I was talking to a couple of people and they uh they had some questions that that wanted to have you answer if you uh if you're okay with that. Alright, cool. Alright, cool. Um let's see. One one of the first questions was and this, you know, again, this is all alleged. We're not admitting any guilt or anything like that. But uh one of the first questions was uh what would you be uh what would you do differently? And and I guess um they're referring to what wound you, what landed you in, in prison right now, what would you have done differently? So, that's crazy. You said that. That's a, that's a, that's a good thing. So, technically, how can I say this? What, uh, I put some ice cream and cake on there and give you the truth. In a sense, as far as, like, uh, I believe what landed me in prison is ignorant to the law because before you end up in prison, you go through the jail system. And I was in a jail system. And once I was in a jail system, if I thought I what I know then, I would never been in here now in that sense. As far as my previous record previously to uh, the day of discharge, so now I'm going into history, prehistoric history. So minus this specific charge, what landed me in prison years ago was my way of thinking and my sociality, the way that I was brought up and the way that I was moving. And I had made an adjustment on that when I was in the penitentiary because I went to the penitentiary for dope and uh, domestic violence. And um, I changed. And what it all boiled down to was your way of thinking. So my way of thinking changed was prevented me from being, um, was prevented me from going to the prison. And as we, right now, from a legal standpoint, technically I'm locked up for a non-existent crime right now. Hmm. Okay. We'll further, we'll further get into that. Like, you know, that's just icicles on that part. Non-existent crime, but we'll break down that. Because like I said, you can't break the law to uphold the law. And a due, uh, a due process violation doesn't matter about innocence or grit. It matters about the state, because it's an uphill battle. You guys got... It's me versus the state of Washington. It's Brandon State, Brandon Sullivan versus the state of Washington. So that means I'm me versus the state of Washington. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I only got like three, four more of these. And some of them kind of, yeah, some of them kind of goofy or whatever, but that's, you know, they ask questions, so I'm going to ask it for them. Um, what are you doing? Uh, uh, well, oh, yeah. What do you dream about? 
What do you dream about? two more uh what do you yeah. miss the most what i miss the most yeah what i miss the most is being there for the family man well i'm still there but just just, just, just being there you know like i said you know the family especially you know the kids you know what i mean like i enjoy teaching and preaching as you see you know what i mean so i miss like you know it's, it's just being there being a physical impact you know on the family and even for the community you know full circle Yep. And the last one is uh, what keeps you going? What keeps me going? First and foremost, my higher power, but even the, the, the family, you know, they're the fuel to the fire, man. You know, they keep me, they keep me. I see, I see the kids, you know, I be talking to you, and I hear the kids, and I see the kids. I be talking to uh, my kids, and, and, and just hearing them in the background, you know, and just talking to them, you know what I mean? And, um, and the injustice, the, the, uh, you know, that uh, stuff that just went off with. Gotta tell you, that, that, that keeps me going. You know that right there. The social injustice that's going on in, 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 in the world. You know the Black Lives Matter scene on a basketball court. It's just you know it's just mind boggling. And uh, knowledge, like I said, knowledge is power and education and liberation. You know that that that, that, that keeps me going. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm alive. I, I ain't been as tuned up in a long time. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm just I'm just tuned up. That's what keeps me going. Hmm. Yeah, I hear you, man. Um, yeah, I, I had those few questions. I, you know, uh, one of them came from uh, one of my partners uh, from uh, uh, for years, years ago. Uh, and uh, the other one came from uh, another one of my boys, too. Uh, but they both know you, uh, at least in passing. And they was like, yeah, just, just ask them this and ask them that. So when I released the podcast... You know, uh, shout out, shout out to Nathan and Laszlo for those questions, and uh, hopefully y'all hear and uh, yeah, y'all appreciate and enjoy those answers and take it in. But um, I think I think we should end right here. Uh, you said what? Yeah, for sure. Tell them, tell them to give us some more, man. Give us some, give us some hell of a question, man. Uh, like bro. All right. Yep. It, it, it kind of takes the focus off me, but on me, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Uh, hopefully, I can get some more uh, people to participate and and uh, throw out some questions. Uh, but yeah, I'll definitely uh, let them know. Um, but we're gonna end it here. I think we done uh, uh, monopolized enough of your time for the day. 
And um, I know you're busy. I know you're still working hard and you uh studying, like you said, and you got a lot of things on your mind that you uh you working on and, and you're trying to get right. So uh, I'm going to let you go ahead and get to that. Um, but I appreciate you talking with us today. And uh, we're going to come back next week, bro. And, and we're going to get even even deeper into the situation. And hopefully by then I'll get through more of those pages. And I, when I tell you there's a lot of them motherfuckers, there's a lot of them pages, bro. <laughs> there is a lot. There's a whole lot more to do, man. We're going to keep popping this shit back and forth, man. This shit is wonderful, man. It's good. I feel good, man. Yeah. After we unplug the mic, I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna call you back. That's why I should go too. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, bro. Um, so we're gonna end this episode, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.